0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blue Surge podcast. We have a really awesome episode prepared for you guys today. We were really kind of worried about hey, what are we going to talk about? We got two weeks until worlds, and we don't want to give our predictions just yet. But we have a really awesome topic for you guys focused around worlds without diving into what we think will win or focusing even on the decks that will show up there. So I'm very, very excited about that. Joe, I want to talk about a ban that is coming to Pokemon Worlds. Ban, ban, dun, dun, ban,
1: dun. ban,
0: ban. Ban, 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 ban. Blaine's Quiz Show, man, you hate to see it. The most broken card in the world. Blaine's Quiz Show has been banned from the Pokemon Worlds tournament. This comes after Stefan Ivanov posted something on Hey Fonte. Andy po- uh, posted something on Poke Beach as well, saying, "I'm this is my plea to get the card banned." I feel like this was like three weeks ago. I, I don't think this was anything that was recent. I'm sure Pokemon was already thinking about this as well, but he posted basically saying, "Hey, this Blaine's Quiz Show card where you guess the name of a Pokemon." based on an attack. Hmm. Europeans have different names for cards. So that doesn't really work. And he is completely correct. And it also is another conversation concerning just general languages. If you have a Japanese player going against an English player, are you really going to be having translators ready to just list off these Pokemon attacks and translate them? It makes sense. Why have a card that Results in a four-card draw, one way or another. Even attempt to be played because someone could abuse that into the ground. And I mean, what what do you think about this ban? I think it was a matter of time, but it's kind of funny. It's a funny card to get banned.
1: It's only a temporary ban, so I'm not feeling so bad about it. The biggest argument they made, I remember reading the example, was uh, the the uh, attack collect. So collect, in our language, is going to be collect no matter what. So you collect the one or two cards, whatever your card says. But it made a good example of cards, I believe it was in French, I think it was, where you have collect and you have collection. Both are the exact same attack to draw one or two cards, depending on what it is. But I think they used the Stoutland line, I believe, of one had collect and the other one had collection. They used so,
0: Lillipup and Gliscor.
1: Okay, that's so what Lillipup. Yeah. One was collect and one was, like said, collection or something, or some to the effect of that. Based mm-hmm. on the translation, if you did have a translator from that one card, you say a collection and you know exactly what would be that one. If you said collect, it'd be the Lillipup instead. So it makes complete sense why they would do it. It's kind of sad, but it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's not a permanent ban. The card's not getting permanently banned. I know it's some international play. Yeah, inter, and and why wouldn't it be right? It's different languages. I don't really know why Pokemon printed a card like this in the first place. It it has no reason to be printed anyway. We love it that it exists, but well,
1: they printed print Imakuni.
0: Yeah, but Imakuni also said this isn't a playable card. True. Imakuni, Ima well, no, Ima Kuni was Imakuni playable? I'm thinking of Imakuni's Do Doduo. Oh, yeah. Imakuni might have been playable, but don't quote me on that. It's been a while. Also, who has ever played a Generation's card except for Mewtwo? Nobody. Yeah. In the, so so, we don't have to worry about that.
1: It is going to be banned. Ima Kuni was your active Pokemon's confused.
0: And I guess that's not anywhere near as bad as Blaine's quiz show. Some people were also kind of joking about the oranguru card that has also been printed. That is Pokemon type, not Pokemon attack. So it is very reasonable that we still have that around because there are no language barriers around grass types, electric types, and so on. So we don't, we don't have to worry about that, which is nice. Any other thoughts on this card being banned? I, I feel like we really we really just kind of hit everything on it.
1: No, that's really about it. But I thought on that that fun topic, I'd kind of throw in some, eventually talk about different languages. So I took it upon myself to look around uh, the the World Wide Web and find some interesting names in different languages. So let's see if I can find out where it is. So I thought, interesting, Lieutenant Serge. So in French and German, Lieutenant Serge is Major Bob.
0: Perfect.
1: Um in French, uh Wally is Timmy. Uh let's see here. Volkner in French is Tang Guy. And I thought this was a really cool. One it was in Spanish called electro
0: Is this so, real? Are you saying these real things?
1: Yes, they are real things. According to I think it's Bulbapedia. The most interesting thing was Professor Burnett from the Sun and Moon block. Um I was wondering why we never got a Sun and Moon card of Professor Burnett. I wish we did. But in Italian, is Professor Magnolia. Is Professor Burnett. Uh, Anybody who's keeping up with the um, new Sword and Shield games um, probably well knows that the professor in Sword and Shield is Professor Magnolia. So Mm -hmm. they already have Professor Magnolia in Italian, but in Italian, instead of of Professor Magnolia, they're going to have Professor Flora. So I'm assuming that's why they kind of didn't print that card to kind of avoid that kind of confusion. I could but see that, yeah. That was my thought around the whole thing once I figured out the translations. Remember the kind of the side game we played? Was well, Speaking of Blaine's question remember that side game we played last week, I thought it'd be really fun to figure out a couple of Pokemon names in different languages, and you, I'll want to have you see if you can guess what it is.
0: Oh boy, here we go.
1: I, I picked a couple and then the other ones I'll kind of just run through it because I think it'd be kind of fun. So the first one I picked out was smugogo.
0: Smugogo.
1: This is in French.
0: Smugogo. I mean I have to I have to assume it's something smog related and you don't have to tell me cuz it could also just be completely unrelated. Smugogo. I promise I'm not looking anything up. Ah uh, I mean my my two guesses are between the Weezing and McCargo line because they are cards in the trading card game right now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say McCargo or Slagma. It's actually Weezing. Oh, so I was close. You're close. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Uh another
1: fun one was a Quack Quack. This is also French.
0: A Quack Quack. Okay. Okay. This has to be like a Psyduck, right? Close. Is it duck? Yeah, it's Golduck. Okay, okay. I, I'm okay. You're at least giving me ones that I can kind of align with a little bit. Yeah, I'm not gonna be that
1: mean to you. Okay. This one's in German. It's
0: Schlurp. Okay. This I have to say I have to I have to be correct about this. It sounds like it's like a dessert or some type of food. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think we have this card in format right now. So I'm going to say is it Vanillite? No. Is it from the Swirlix line? No. Oh, what is it? It's Lickitung. Oh, yeah, that's fair.
1: Slurp with a big tongue. And I think the last one I'm gonna give you to try to figure out, this one's in Korean. But I think it's a fun name. Boomball.
0: Okay, come on. That has to be like Electrode or Voltorb, right? It's Electrode. Boomball. I Boomball. I still have a hard time believing, and I do believe you, that Wally is Timmy. That's what that's what the source I have found says. God, well, I hope Bulbapedia knows what they're talking about because Timmy being banned is just such a rough time for all of us. Timmy. No one needed to ban Timmy. <laughs> no one Sorry. no one deserved it. Sorry, Timmy. Yeah, he didn't deserve it. I, I think that's really cool that, that you took the time to do that.
1: Yeah. A couple other fun ones is Bubby is Magby. You did. I've uh, guessed that. Schnebedeck in German is Snover. Nope, never would have gotten that one ectoplasma french is gengar i would have
0: guessed for uniclus
1: yeah um let's see japanese you have Boober. Boober is magmar and they have boo burn in japanese as well for magmortar you're kidding me right no (laughs) okay all right i i think my favorite one here is grimer is tadmorv but it's not so much the name. It's the translation of what means, which like means pile of. Pile?
0: S- no, it means pile of snot pile of snot. <laughs> sorry. I wish it was sludge. It should be sludge, but instead it's snot. yikes that's that's awesome though. I, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it, it's ugh, that's if only we got cards printed that were just the blunt translations, if only. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because there was times where like I was trying to translate decks from Japanese into into Eng- into English, and so I would try to copy and paste the names of the cards and have them in like in Google Translate, and I'd be looking at some of these cards and I can't remember if some of them were offhand, and some of them weren't very, like you say, politically correct in the translations.
0: Yeah, and and it's the same argument just in language in general. The English language is. The most obscure random thing on the planet. Odesa, smash
1: and everything else.
0: Well, it's like we we have three ways to say "your." We have three ways to say "there." We're the only language in the world, I believe, that has that. That has different spellings for the same meaning. We a lot of languages have the same word mean different things, but they don't have different spellings for it. So. I'm sure our language just screwed everything up. Oh, yeah. But eh, we'll take it. And that, that's a really fun way to kind of mix in our mini show. So awesome job on that stuff. Again, Blaine's Quiz Show, Band of Worlds, whatever. The next thing on the list. We have a product coming out on November 22nd in both America and Europe. We have a Tag Team Generations Premium Collection. So, this collection is coming out alongside our Cosmic Eclipse set. I believe we will get the set before we'll get this premium collection as it's at the end of November. You will get a promo of Charizard Breaks in GX and a Snivy Venusaur GX. So, you will get those tag team promo arts. The arts are fine, nothing crazy. I like the Venusaur Snivy one a little more. You will get seven booster packs. Hopefully, they're all standard. We know they won't all be standard, but you can assume it won't be like evolutions anymore. You'll have a steam siege, maybe. God, if they give X and Y sets, at least give us like old, give us sun and moon base. That won't insult me as much. Crimson invasion. I'll take crimson invasion. No, you won't. Give me, give me. If you're gonna give me a a set that is not rotated or that has rotated, give me, give me that.
1: Give, give me Guardians something. Rising. At least give me the joy of opening another Lele Lay Lay up.
0: Yeah, like give me the joy of opening a once $70 card and now seven, eight.
1: What about Roaring Skies for Shaman? Uh,
0: sure. You know what? Just give me, give me a Roaring Skies pack with a guaranteed Shaman. How about that? I'll <laughs> take that. Give me a rotated pack with the guaranteed best card in the set. I'm fine with that, or a Mega Ray. But you get this, you get the code for online, the metallic coin. Anyone who's got a premium collection kind of knows what they're getting with this product. I myself have never spent the money on it. I do think it's rather expensive, usually. Usually it's around 50 bucks or so, or 40 bucks to get two promos in the seven packs and the playmat. You know, if it was a real playmat, kind of like the Tapu Lele one. I'd be very happy with it. I don't think that's what we're getting. It's probably going to be a paper one again, but if it's not, that could be pretty cool.
1: Well, they've been usually pulling out the the regular playmats now. The last few box things they've done, they have had the Shining Legend stuff. They've had the Ultra Breeze one. They've had uh, If they
0: haven't, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm really happy with it then.
1: I think they've kind of stopped the paper thing unless it's like a starter
0: deck. Hopefully, because you can't even use it. You know what I mean? There's no real use for it unless you're actually learning the game, and you're not going to buy a premium collection to learn the game. No. That product, though, there's not a ton to say on it. We've talked about these two cards before. If you want to look them up, you can go for it. None of them are that stellar. We've talked about how the Blastoise Piplup is probably the better one out of the three, and that is not in this premium collection. Sad day for Blastoise. The last part of news jumps on stuff we talked about last week joe and i both thought we covered this i think we thought we did because it got revealed soon after we recorded i want to touch if, briefly on yeah, those if character not, rares.
1: too bad we're going over it again
0: yeah if if we didn't oh well dream league secret rares were leaked we've talked about a few of them but the character rares have all been fully revealed and i think it's really worth just kind of talking about them. If you haven't taken the time to look at all the full art, non-GX cards, please take the time to do so. Before, we had Piplup, we had Mimikyu, we had, I believe, Excadrill was revealed. The cards that were not revealed, though, we have a Torkoal, a Weavile, a Wishy-Washy, a Magnemite, a Coughing, a Gallade, a Stoutland, a Steelix, The Vileplume GX also has a full art alternative art version. It's This is probably the coolest art by far that I've ever seen in a set in totality. By far oh, it's the coolest.
1: All the art's been so beautiful in this thing so far. I
0: it's, really hope that
1: they follow through and bring it to
0: America. I think they will. I think they will. They, I think what they'll do though is they'll make it kind of like a radiant collection, which is fine. I, I think they might make it more so a radiant collection like we had in generations like we had in was it legendary treasures? Where was the last one? at? I don't think either of us played during the one before that. Mm-mm. The radiant collections are the way that we've kind of gotten this type of special art, and I'd be totally fine with it. There's also a Pikachu with a red in the picture as he's starting his selecting his starter Pokemon. Again, if you really haven't taken the time, you need to do so because these arts are phenomenal in every which way. Taking up the full page of the card, you also hope that these aren't super expensive, right? Because they're basic cards, they're not GXs, so I could totally see them being quote-unquote affordable. So of of all these, which one would you want to get? Of all of these, which one would I want?
1: Yeah, ignore completely how good the card or bad the card is. Which one do you think is the coolest?
0: I really like the Steelix one. I really like I I actually like the Torkoal one. Um the coughing one is a bit much for me. It's all all purple if you haven't it's seen it.
1: Kinda hard in the eyes.
0: Yeah, it's a bit much. I would I would I would probably pick Either the Torquil or the Steelix. I think the Steelix is a really dope looking card. Steelix and Jasmine on it. I think it's a really awesome looking card. That's nice. Which one would you pick?
1: Of all the arts that are here, the most striking ones to me, at least the one off the bat, will probably be the Vile Plume with Erica. That is a very nice one. It's a beautiful art. So to kind of explain it, it's Vile Plume under the tree with erica and they're both kind of sleeping under the tree It's perfect I have, yeah. a, I have a very soft spot for forest stuff i used to be a scout i used to spend my summer basically two out of three months in the woods so it just reminds me of camping
0: i think it's i think it's a phenomenal art and you assume that so many people are going to attempt to collect all of these so maybe the rarity does go up If you haven't taken the time, though, I'm going to say this a hundred times. Go look at them, because they're probably the prettiest cards we have gotten, period, in the past couple years, by far. And the fact that they are playable commons and uncommons and rares that aren't ultra rares, perfect. I have nothing else to say about that. That kind of hits all of the news for us. Not a whole lot this week in terms of brand new cards, but we had the world's news, the premium collection, these character rares. It's Getting to be a really exciting time for the card game because we know all the new stuff that's coming out. We have worlds next week, and we know there's going to be some really big news. Speaking of that news, after our sponsorship break, we are going to talk about what we think is going to be revealed at Pokemon Worlds. There is always something new revealed for the TCG. We are going to spend some time talking about what we think that might be. So we will talk to you guys in just a moment. Welcome back. We are here for our main topic. Worlds, by the time this podcast goes live, will be one week away. It's already on its way. After six, seven weeks, however many we talked about, it's almost here. The next episode will be our world's predictions for what will be the greatest event for the trading card game. It's great for two reasons. One, it's Worlds. So why wouldn't it be? It is the top of the top, the best of the best, and you want to see who's going to end up on top. Also great because of what gets revealed. Both for the video game and for the card game, there's always something new that's revealed. In the past couple of years, we've had GXs revealed. We have had Tag Team GXs revealed. And now it's time to speculate what we think is going to be shown at Worlds next week. I think we have a couple options, really, that are possible. The first one I think we'll be able to have a pretty decent conversation and debate about is this whole gigamaxing form. Sword and Shield has this Maxing form where the Pokemon just gets huge and gigantic and blown up, as I'm sure you've all seen in the trailers, and has kind of a, a super form. I guess we'll say. It's not quite Mega Evolution, but it's like a super form.
1: It's really, really big with three little clouds over its head.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like this like scary boss monster out of nowhere. Whether it's an adorable little like ice cream cone or whether it's something terrifying. Whale we Lord. have this Gigamaxing form, and we, we don't know quite what it does stats-wise. We do know it raises the HP of the Pokemon, but we don't know necessarily what else it does. We know it only lasts for a certain amount of turns in the video game. What do you think this might be in the card game? Cuz you would imagine that in some in some way we are going to get gigamaxing or gigantamaxing or whatever the higher version of this is in the card game. What do you think that that could be? What's your prediction?
1: So, I am thinking similar to like an evolution or break card um Some people even maybe equated it to like spirit linking to a mega evolution. Um, I'm thinking the Pokemon's going to be, of course, have more HP because why not? Because Pokemon's been doing that for a long time, just increasing HP. And I think it's a temporary effect. So it'd be like an evolution for temporary effect. I'm going to predict maybe for around two turns. Of course, it might have some crazy ability, have some crazy attacks, but I think it's going to have a couple potential stipulations with it. If you're gigamaxing, I have two ideas in mind. If you gigamax one, you probably need to dump two pokemon from your bench into your great, into your discard pile in order for it to actually affect to make quote unquote room for your gigabax pokemon. No matter what, the pokemon's going to last two turns. So, the Pokemon may have some crazy ability or attack, and my thing is either the said the, por- the person who plays the Game X part may have to discard two Pokemon from their bench, or uh, the opponent has two attack- two attacks per turn. They're able to attack with one card in the active and one card from the bench, because I would assume the HP is going to grow substantially based on the video game.
0: So what happens when those turns are up, then, if you discarded the Pokemon?
1: So at the end of the turn, you discard the Pokemon where the damage remains stays there. If you have, if your opponent happens to knock out your Gigamax Pokemon, um, I'm still kind of debating that whether it would be worth three, four, or maybe you just end the game straight up by knocking out a Gigamax Pokemon because you took the, I guess, time really to try and knock out a huge, gigantic thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of thoughts on this Gigamax feature, I guess we'll call it. At first, we've talked about the idea of it being like the jumbo card, like you have it and you can play it at a certain point and certain Pokemon get it. I've thought about two alternatives to this, however. The first is it's kind of like as simple as that tool we had. It was around Zygarde. It was the Zygarde Cell. What was it called? It was a cell system tool. The little green blob. Zygarde cell that you could attach and it had an attack and it was a useless card. It didn't really get played or kind of like the G booster for Genesect back in the EX days. It was the A spec. I think (laughs) we might get a type based Gigamax attack that would be a tool attachment and it's used for one turn. It's kind of like a a bursting balloon or a metal core barrier, where it's gone after the turn it's used, and is your one, it's your one attack. Right, you get one time to just explode. It's not a GX attack. It's not anything like that. You just you go off with it, and it's one attack. That was my would, first thought.
1: Would it be like a prism card where you have one of in the deck only?
0: Yeah, it would be like an a spec or a prism. There would be one of in the deck, and it would be type specific. That way, we're not worried about like. Because I feel like part of the problem that we want to avoid is kind of this whole argument about tag teams. A lot of people that don't like tag teams don't like them because they're super strong and they limit your options when you're trying to play the quote-unquote meta decks. Right? You have the best cards. If you're looking to play Electric, if you really want to play the best one, you play Pikachu Zekrom. If you're looking to play Fire, play Reshiram Charizard. If they make this type-specific, which isn't like the game, which is why it's a little bit of a shot in the dark, You're not limited to the archetype that it comes along with. Kind of like a Z crystal, but it would be obviously much, much stronger. The other way is simply like a break card. I I think it's very reasonable that they attempt this break format again. And it becomes Giga Maxed. And it has to be an evolution. And Maybe it does stay on the field, although it doesn't in the game, but it's basically just breaks 2.0. We've talked about in the past how this game tends to reprint the same abilities and attacks just on different Pokemon. You know, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And a friend of ours mentioned that as well. I wouldn't be shocked if we get just the break mechanic and they just call it gigamaxing. I wouldn't really be that shocked. I mean, would you be that shocked if that's what we got?
1: No, if you did that, the only thing I could probably think about it would it be either A, it can't retreat, or B, it would have a hefty, hefty retreat cost.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Now, what about this idea? You know how after you defeat a gigamax Pokemon, I think you're supposed to have these special, like, pokeball type things to try to catch them mm-hmm. what if you're a po- like there's an item card that they put down you that this will be a forum instead of a instead of a, like a special card where if your opponents active pokemon is a gigamax card uh, remove the gigamax into your deck so maybe you could have one of those like pokeball things to remove the gigamax effect
0: it could it's a that's a scary way to get rid of a big effect it would almost make them unplayable possibly it's a cool way to think about it, though. Cards like Volkner would get very good very fast.
1: Yeah, well, like because like, uh, you, you got to find a way to combat these huge beefy things that we have. Like you, like people are trying to figure out how to combat tag team GXs. Yeah, they have were three prizes, but they're beefy. They're beefy boys.
0: But who says that you don't use Gigamax as a way to counter the beefy boys? Maybe. Right. I mean, that's why I'm saying you're not putting it on a tag team. like. The worst thing they could do next week, if gigamaxing is revealed, the worst thing they could do is make it related to tag teams. Oh, that would be the worst thing in the world. It is easily the worst thing they could do. The best thing they could do is relate it to anything non-GX related and suddenly make this whole baby format, the baby side, actually have a chance. More of a chance, I guess. I think that's way more possible.
1: That's probably... Possibly.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Jumbo cards are really, really cool to think about, but you also kind of get into the fact of that it has to be a specific Pokemon. Unless a Gigamax is kind of like just like a token of some sort. Like if you Gigamax, you have to have X amount of extra energy and it does X amount of damage regardless of the card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a we- it's kind of weird to explain and say, but it would almost be like I don't know. You have a, a Caterpie in the active. If you get five energies in that darn Caterpie, you can use your Giga Max attack quote unquote, and it boosts X attack by X amount. Maybe. It's it's possible. I don't know. There's a lot or, of ways that could go with this.
1: Or has Pokemon been chilling us the entire time and Giga GX stands for Giga Max?
0: No, stop. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> we don't theories. need that. Yeah, their reveal is just like nothing because it's been there the whole time. Yikes.
1: <laughs> there's a, I, there's I, a
0: spin for you. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> the, the other thing I think they could reveal that isn't Gigamax related is I I really wouldn't be shocked if they reveal a Sword and Shield Pokemon through a card.
1: Well, kind of like the Armored Mewtwo in Pokemon Go.
0: Yeah, like I I, I really wouldn't be surprised if... We don't get a new mechanic, and we just get Sword and Shield cards. But, like, the first Sword and Shield card. There's been, and these are all speculation, so don't, don't respond or come up to us being like, these were never going to happen, so why would you say it? There's speculation about new evolutions. There's speculation about what could be showing up in terms of, like, uh, regional variants of cards. Who says we don't get a Pokemon revealed? through the card game. I don't think, I don't know if that's ever happened before.
1: No, it's always been my hope and wish they would always reveal an evil illusion through
0: a tin. Or a yeah, card. Or, or something that, that one gives the card game some more spotlight to the general public, but also makes you wonder, because guess what? The card game is completely, like, vague with so many types. If they show a poison type, it's going to be a psychic-type card. You're going to be sitting there wondering if it's poison, if it's psychic, if it's ghost. Now, I, you would imagine they would, uh, they would say the typing alongside it. I think it would be really cool if they combine the video game announcement with the TCG announcement and kind of show them off in that type of way. I think that would be a really, really fun way to reveal some stuff, and I'd be totally cool with that. If they reveal a new Pokemon as a GX and then they reveal it in the video game in a trailer together... Hmm. I don't need Giga Maxing revealed. The game doesn't need another power spike, so
1: So what um, if maybe they revealed a new typing in the game?
0: Uh like not a new typing in the video game, a new typing in the card, in the card game? game.
1: Because like you like like we had our friends I so talked to our friends past week and like psychic includes poison, ghost psychic. Psychic types, obviously. Um some other things that far Just near between. Three.
0: Just those three. Psychic poison and ghost. Like what if they start giving poison their own type? I think they could do that, but the problem with that is one, I don't think it would be poison. And the only reason I say that is because of the amount of poison types that are in the game. I think if they were to split it up, it would be the fighting card because we have fighting ground oh, rock. and rock and there's it's very easy to split up fighting and ground and rock types I think if they did that the hugest the biggest issue i don't know if it'd be an issue i guess is you're you're taking a type and you're kind of nerfing it in a way and that would be a huge shift to the card game and granted out of two types, if you were going to nerf two types in the card game, it would probably be Psychic and Fighting. You know what I mean? Like, if there were going to be any two types that you were going to kind of, quote unquote, bring down to a more, quote unquote, balanced level, it would be those two types. With that being said, though, that's, I mean, that would talk about a shocker. That would be nuts.
1: Yeah, like, it's been done before, but...
0: It that was also with a new type announced. You know what I mean, though? Okay, yeah, true, you know, right. Yeah, every time they've released a new type of card, it's been alongside, like, Dark, Steel, Fairy. These, these things have been released with it. It would be really... I'm someone that's all for change. I'm all for it. I love being thrown off. I love changes, whether they're good or bad is a question of it, but I love just having things switch up and forcing you to kind of readjust. I think that'd be awesome. It's probably the least doable one, but man, that'd be crazy.
1: Yeah, it'd, it'd definitely the, the least likely announcement with my assumption, but I think it'd be fun to think about.
0: I think it would. And uh, is there anything else you think might be revealed? It's probably going to be a gigamax, but I, I think we've covered most of it.
1: No, probably not. It'd be really cool if they uh, like revealed the final evolution forms of the, of the starter Pokemon as cards. Mm hmm. Um that, like that's said, also
0: something, right? That's doable.
1: That's doable. Um, like I said, it, it would really be nice if the Pokemon company would really try to beef up their other, I guess, products that way. Yeah, and and because cause Worlds is not just for Pokemon TCG players, even though they really have a lot of the new mechanics to that worlds format. It's also Pokemon. It's um the video game. So
0: Game Freak and Nintendo is a really weird has a really weird like relationship. Pokemon is one of the highest selling. It is the highest selling entertainment brand of all time. However, it's, there's only like 150 employees at game freak. And it just seems like they could put more effort into this game, but they just kind of don't. So I don't know. It's interesting.
1: It's not broken.
0: Yeah. We all buy the card game regardless. So and the video giving game. Giving us what you're giving us and the video game. So I, I think we covered everything though. And so we can kind of head out of here. That that pretty much covers all the information we wanted to talk about. Very quickly, though, next week, the episode will be dropping on Thursday as we will be having our world predictions. The podcast episode will pretty much be that. Right? I mean, there might be some news, maybe some rumors about what's going to get revealed, but for the most part, we're just going to be talking about what we think is going to win. And I think this is the greatest tournament of the year to talk about that. And I'm super pumped for it. I'm really, really pumped for next week's episode.
1: It'll be really exciting. And the best thing about it, too. So one of our friends has mentioned before that the world's decks that come out after worlds usually were unplayable. But now they're back to being well, now they are playable to the point where you can start playtesting some of these decks for 15 bucks, super cheap now. So it'd be really exciting to try testing something out without printing up pieces of paper.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be really awesome. I'm in for it all, man. I'm I'm really in for it, and I, I can't say I'm, I'm less excited or more excited for it all. I'm super pumped for it, and that's a great place to kind of end it here. Joe, I think we had an awesome podcast. We'll be talking about predictions next week, again on Thursday. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.